0: Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host KD
1: and this is your host Vlad, Mr. ESPN.
0: What's up Cash Crew? Welcome to another episode. We are going to jump into the Super Wild Card weekend. Before we get started, what's
1: going on Vlad? What's going on? Welcome back for another ep- another episode. Uh, We're going to have a special episode this week Um, This time of year is a great time, you know, uh, NFL players just started So we're going to switch it up a little bit this week, we got a special episode for you guys All right, so let's jump right into it We're kind of in a
0: weird spot because we've got games that just were played And we're going to jump into the Seattle Seahawks and what happened Uh, But then we have games yet to be played um, That's going on tomorrow, so we're just going to go ahead and talk about what just happened. So let's talk about, well, what was the first game? We had the Bills, the Bills playing. Bills played against the Colts today. Yep.
1: Bills versus Colts. Um, what did you think about that game? Actually, I'll be honest. The Colts played better than I thought. Um, I thought the Bills was going to at least win by a touchdown in field goal or at least two touchdowns, but it just ended up coming to a field goal game. Um, Stefan Diggs obviously did his thing. Um, a touchdown with 146 yards But I was a little disappointed in the Bills um, I thought they would play a little bit better um, I think they let the Colts hang around a little bit too long And they almost lost it But they end up um, getting through and they're moving on I actually thought um,
0: the Bills were going to win it From the beginning of the game uh, Like I, I didn't predict it on the podcast uh, But I do. I did think the Bills But then again, I'm biased Because Tyler Bass is on that team And I got to watch him kick for Georgia Southern for four years. So that didn't really mean anything about the team itself. But I'm just biased towards the Bills winning that. So um, it's going to be tough, though, going forward. It's not going to be as easy. And you're not going to be able to let teams hang around. But when you have someone like Josh Allen, things can be done. Where And then you got Stephon Diggs as well. A lot of options on that offense. Um but they need they need to get
1: it going. Slow starts, you can't have that in the in the playoffs. Absolutely, especially going into that next round. Um, if that happens they they could obviously be beat next round if they do have a start date like they did today. Um but Josh Allen did step it up the second half, um, kicked it into gear and um Stefan Diggs obviously came up big. Um but again, you know, it's the playoffs, it's any given Sunday, so you know, if you, get off, if you get off to a slow start, it's not going to be good for you. So, definitely, next week, I hope they get it together. Um, definitely, I think they'll be playing the winners of the Browns, the and, Browns the and the Steelers. Ooh-wee. So, um, however, that game gets played out, which will be tomorrow, actually. Um, that's going to be a tough matchup, before, whether it's the Browns or the Steelers. So, yeah. Bills, oh, oh, you got your work cut out for you. Facts, facts, facts. All right, what other games did we have? We definitely had the Seahawks versus the Rams, which I think was the best matchup for um, the first half of Wild Card Weekend. Um, Super Wild Card is what they're calling it. Super well,
0: D-Dupa Wild Card Weekend. That was your
1: team. What would you think about it? That was your team to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Obviously, they didn't go. They lost in the first round. So how you feel about the Seahawks getting beat by the Rams? It's ridiculous, man. What You know what?
0: You just got to take your hat off to a generational player. Aaron Donald is a force of nature. He's a freak. He's he's unreal, man. When we talk about DK Metcalf being baby brawn, and um, by the way, did you see him on the sideline be pissed off? Um, so he, he's a very intense player, but Aaron Donald doesn't lead that way. Um, he's He just goes out and gets it done. Uh, and up until the time that he he was struggling, hopefully he's okay. But he was struggling to breathe a little bit towards the end of the game, and they still won because they were already up thirty to thirteen at that point. But he just wreaked havoc, and that is saying something because Russell Russell is very Russell Sierra Wilson is <laughs> <laughs> he's very good at evading tackles. But that's what I'm saying why I'm saying Aaron Donald is such a generational talent because. The reason why he's so good, and our friend, you know, friend of the show, Dub Dub will tell you his feet. He's got quick feet, the quickest feet that we've we've seen in a long, long time. I don't yeah. know; I he can't has, really think of has, anyone
1: for his size. He has ballerina feet. Yeah, him, it's able to like yeah, it's ridiculous. Twinkle toes Yeah, But I don't think it's just the feet. His power. Yeah. Him, it's two. It's two guys. Him and Khalil Mack. It's just once they put those arms on you, it's like a, <laughs> a tow truck. <laughs> moving you out the way, beep beep, get out my way because Mack truck. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I think I don't even think you can single cover cover these guys because no way. First of all, they 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 don't just use all power. They actually have moves, especially Aaron Donald. He has he has a lot of moves in his repertoire. He got a lot of swim moves, so he, he knows how to use his hands. But then he knows how to use his body and his feet to maneuver, mm-hmm. and then the speed. The speed is. Man, I never... I mean, I've been watching football for about two decades now, almost. And it's... I don't think I've seen... And I've seen, you know, Julius Peppers of the World and so on and so mm, on. It's a good one. I don't think i ever seen somebody like Aaron Donald.
0: No, not at all. Um, but to be honest, if we're going to be thinking about... If we're talking about both, I'm taking Aaron Donald for the simple fact of his speed... You know, being that I've been watching a lot of Bears football this year, Khalil Mack. Not to say that he's been unimpressive. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. But when we compare the two, the speed is what sets Aaron Donald apart. Um, Khalil Mack will just push you out of the way with yeah, brute, st- brute strength, strength. Strength. He has the power. Um, but Aaron
1: Donald has both speed and strength. Mm. It's it's unbelievable how fast and skill. Aaron Donald Yeah, I think, and skill, I, I, yep. I think it's I think it's all three. It's a combination because. You know, there's a lot of guys that have the power in the league. There's a lot of guys that have the speed in the league. But he actually has skill with it. Mm-hmm. Depending who's in matchup, he knows when to use speed. He knows when to use power. Sometimes he knows when to use both. Um, and I, like I said, and of course, we never seen somebody in his position. I mean, look at his physique. The guy's cut. He's he's cut like he's a linebacker. You know, so it's, it's, it's one of those things. You look at him and shout out to him because... It's not a fluke. He's been doing this for at least in the past four years consistently. Yeah, that's the most impressive thing. Like he's not declining. Um, he he's been consistent with this, and that's why he deserved being a two-time defensive player of the year, maybe three-time after this year. It's just ridiculous, man. I, I remember seeing a video, uh, and it may have been
0: Dub that tweeted this out of him doing going through his drills. And uh, is he the one that practices with knives? Like, I don't know if it was Aaron Donald that does that, but there's this famous drill where they've got to evade <laughs> knives. I don't know if it was him or not. But the video that I saw was just him going through his drills, you know, when they lay down the mats on the ground and, you you know, got to do your feet drills. And, and he just looked he looked like a wide receiver's feet. And it, when I saw that, I just said, man, we quarterback's worst nightmare. Absolutely. So, you know, worth every penny. Worth every penny that he earned so far and hoping that the rib uh, injury that he got at the end of the day or the end of the game um, is not something serious and we can enjoy watching him
1: in the next game. I think he'll be back. He looked like he was fine. It was just a little hip um, rib check after, funny, after tackling Russell Wilson for the third time for a third, almost a third sack. That's crazy. You get hurt. From doing your job too well. <laughs> yeah. And it was all, it almost led to it almost led to his third sack of the game. But um yeah, I mean, he'll be back. Um the Rams played a great game. They played a great defensive game per se. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense played very, very well. Um even DK had two touchdowns, but they contained them for a good majority of the first half. Obviously he had that big break, um, broken play touchdown for his first touchdown of the game, but they contained Russell Wilson. Very well.
0: So maybe I need to stop doing uh, some predictions because I I haven't been doing well. I predicted Harden was coming. Harden is still chilling in Houston. (laughs) I don't have a knack for this. So when you ask me to predict, I'm just going to say maybe this will
1: happen, but don't hold me to it. (laughs) Uh, And then we got our last game of the night. It's happening right now. Washington versus the... um, Football. Bay. The football team versus the Buccaneers Versus the Bucks. <laughs> Um Obviously I'm going to go With my Ohio State Who I also think would be rookie of the year Chase Young in the Washington football team um, You what? Yes I'm going with them to win it Bro this is going to be a blowout hey, We'll see it's the playoffs you never know Oh my god Who but, is the quarterback even for the Washington football team? Uh, Alex Smith Isn't he hurt? Oh he's back Oh okay. Anyway, still trash. <laughs> but um, that de- that defensive line don't sleep, man. And we all know the the number one way to beat Brady is put pressure on him. Yeah. Once you can put a hand on him, you disrupt his rhythm. You disrupt his mental. He starts hesitating. He starts shaking. And you can you can have him in a um, tight spot, and you probably can put him you know put him against the ropes and have a good chance of beating him. So. That defensive line in Washington is all first-rounders. I see your theme here. We've been talking about Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. And Chase now... Young is the next one coming up. Yeah, our Mark...
0: future is bright. Um, unfortunately, if you're a quarterback, it's looking scary out there. <laughs> At least three times a year against those guys. If you're in the NFC, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, so Washington. I did not expect that. I thought you were going to say Chase would have a good game. I mean, but... he's
1: going to have a good game. He might He might have one sack and I'll say about four to five, maybe six tackles. But he, he he's going to touch he's going to touch Brady. What you know you know Washington does have some really
0: good young pieces on offense. They've got wide receiver Terry McLaurin. I, I hope I say his last name or McLaughlin something like that. But he, he's really good. I haven't you know watched a lot of their their games, but I know that him and Chase have been having a great year. So. We'll see. I I don't believe that Tom Brady is here to play. He came to snatch wigs. He came to prove that he is the goat. Um, he's a man on a mission, and he's raised the level of play. And and don't forget A B. Don't forget A B. They are out there playing backyard. Throw it up. And what 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 do we what do we call it back in the day? Throw them up, hit him up, something like throw him that. Up, hit him up, Moss. Yeah, yeah, so AB names. AB is is out there just he, I don't even feel like he's really in shape yet.
1: That's I don't think what's crazy. Would, yeah, until next year I don't think he really will be because he came into he came into season very late and then also obviously, you know, he's I don't think he's their number one option cuz you know, the Bucks have a lot of weapons, so they're not looking at him every play. So, you know, you don't get your feet under you. and You don't get as many reps as he would if he was in Oakland. But um, maybe if they make a deep playoff run, maybe touch the Super Bowl, you'll probably be back to somewhat of the old AB. But I don't think it's the next year you'll be fully AB, like remember him.
0: But Tom Brady having that offensive uh, arsenal there. Um, I, I, I really feel like uh, it'll be a blowout, but like you said, we'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll so see.
0: if Washington or, let's say, whoever comes out of this game, they are going to be playing the winners of, let's see. Uh, it's on the other side of the bracket. Uh, hmm. So Washington is the. I actually, don't see it on here. In the NFC, but um, we'll, we'll we'll get to our predictions in a second. But I think we we left out one game. No, those were the only games those for the only
1: games for today. Yeah,
0: those are the only games for today. So I am really
1: interested in some of these games that are coming up tomorrow. So let's talk about those. So the first game, the early game, we got the Ravens versus Titans part two again. Um, this year I'm going to go with the. Ravens. Yeah, yeah, we agree. But <laughs> you better stop that freight train and Derrick Henry oh, because if you let him run God. loose tomorrow,
0: and and that's what happened last game. Um, he they just. Oh man. And 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 to be honest, whoever wins this game, we know what's waiting. So it's like <laughs> you know, do you do I really care? Of course I care because I want to see. I I'm really waiting to see. The two black quarterbacks, even though one is half. But still, two black quarterbacks. We, we do need that. I, we, I, I need We're to due see. for that. It, I want to see the fireworks. I want to see no defense being played
1: whatsoever. No, 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 I need to see a little. Nah, defense. I want to no see defense.
0: 100 points being scored. Nah. Like, you know, behind nah. the backs. Patrick Mahomes. he.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: Magic Johnson on the field. I, I want to see that. So... I'm gonna go with the Ravens as well Lamar Jackson uh, from down there in South Florida I want to see
1: that but I will say the Ravens better come to play yeah the Titans are no joke and you better wrap up tomorrow you know how I
0: you know how I bet you know how I bet I bet on human emotion I don't bet on. Um, just who's better Who's I don't bet on any of that I bet on human emotion and if I were a betting man which I am um, <laughs> so if you are a betting man or woman I would bet on the Ravens why? because they got a bad taste in their mouth from last year they do and I really do think they are playing their best football right now and uh, they'll you, you can't stop Derrick Henry you can only hope to contain him and so
1: hopefully he doesn't run wild tomorrow because it will be a long, a long day. Absolutely. But at the same time, on the flip side, you better hope Lamar is not running all over the field. Because we all know the Ravens go as the running game goes. So mm-hmm. you have to contain Lamar. You have to contain Mark Ingram. And if you let them two run wild also, you're going to be in for a long, long day. Um, but I think Lamar is due for 100 yards throwing and possibly running. And definitely Mark Ingram is due for 100 yards running tomorrow. Um, and then obviously we might see a big play From Hollywood mm-hmm. So Titans Tighten up <laughs> right. But at the same time Ravens Don't sleep because Dan Henry He can come up tomorrow and wake up and give you 200 yards on the um, On the field running the ball So That's that's not a one man You know job has a collective Group you, you guys have to Come and you got to wrap up because he, he's due for a stiff arm on somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a, a –
0: you can't miss that game. You cannot miss that game. And weird, weirdly, an AFC game is on ABC. So, definitely, definitely catch that game. So, let's move on to the next AFC game. We're talking about the Browns and the Steelers. Long, long rivalry from hundreds of years, it feels like. But really just, you know – storied franchises and the browns back in the playoffs man how long has it been um they do not have obj haven't had him for a long
1: time what's the game uh, huh you miss one i miss one bear saints oh no i'm staying afc right now oh afc okay okay my bad my bad my bad mm-hmm.
0: so so brown Steelers.
1: who you got i'm going with the upset like i said earlier um Stillers give me. You are going with the bro- the Dookie Browns? I'm going with the Browns for the upset. Wow. Only because, like I said earlier this year, Stillers had a great regular season, but look how they played to end the season. Not too well. Mm, that it's, is true. And Mike Tomlin been saying it for weeks now that we been, suck, we suck, we suck. We <laughs> haven't been playing too well. And the playoffs is not like the NBA when you get seven games. It's one game. One game, and we, see, we saw it today with the Seahawks. If everything's not clicking, hmm. you can be against the ropes. And the Browns, here's the thing. Here's the flip side. The Browns are going to going into the playoffs on a hot streak, mm-hmm. and the Steelers are going into the playoffs on a cold streak. Yeah, that's and, not good. <laughs> not and, at at, and technically, this is a division game. They're in the same division. So, you know. Yeah, there's every, no surprises. Everybody knows in the division game in the NFL, I don't care how good you are or how sorry you are. Anybody could get beat. Ask the Patriots. It always was a split between them and the Dolphins for years, even as bad as the Dolphins were. So, and the Browns are not as bad as they were in past years. Obviously, they made the playoffs. So, Steelers, I got them going home tomorrow. Wow. Wow. Man, if you get both of those right, you might as well go ahead and play the lottery. Yeah, I might book that flight to <laughs> Vegas real quick. Hit the slot machine one time.
0: So, let's go over to the
1: NFC. Who do we have in the NFC plan? We have the battle and the Big Easy. The Bears and the Saints. Drew Brees coming back. I believe Michael Thomas will be back for this game also. Um, so, Saints will be full-fledged. Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and Drew Brees with that high-power offense versus Khalil Mack and that furious defense along with the upcoming rookie stud and Kendall Vildor that's balling out. Um, this is a classic
0: NFL offense-defense matchup. It is. Saints defense, how how are they? I haven't really paid attention. How are, well, how we all
1: defense? know what comes with the Saints defense. Saints defense moves at the rate that Cameron Jordan moves. Mm-hmm. That's that's the motor. Um, so that defense line starts getting amped up, start getting some stops, sacks you know, then they they play well. But if they start letting big plays um being made early, then, you know, they can be long in for a long day and then they're gonna count on Drew Brees to, they, you know, carry them the rest of the game and carry them in the game or keep them in the game and carry them to the end to close out the game. But um don't sleep Saints. Hmm. I know you got a high power offense, but Khalil Mack, you know, he, he hasn't seen the playoffs too many times in his career. I don't think he wants to waste this opportunity. And the Bears made a run. Again, another team that caught somewhat of a little hot streak going into the playoffs. So if they end up playing like the old Bears that went to the Super Bowl against the Colts, where that team didn't have a great offense but a great defense, low-scoring game, keep it close. It could be a field goal game. You don't know which way it might go. And... Like I said, I pay attention
0: to the human behavior and emotion behind it. This is a revenge game. If you recall, the Bears played the Saints already this season. Saints eked out a narrow victory, winning by a field goal last second. So, this is that will be on their mind, of course. But, and you'd be shocked to hear this. I hope that the Bears win because I want to be able to see more games that my cousin's playing in. However... If I'm being unbiased, I feel like Drew Brees is on a mission. Um, uh, and then getting Thomas back, getting Kamara back from that that short hiatus, um, I don't know if the Bears will have enough. And then on top of that, when you have such an aerial assault in Kamara and, and Thomas, and then you have one of the greatest of all time in Brees, and then you have a decimated secondary, um... You know they're they're missing Jalen Johnson, Buster Screen. Although they got the rookies, they got Kendall Vildor. They have Duke Shelley that were playing pretty well. Um, although you know, Shelley's in his second year, the, the young guys, um, and then you got Fuller on the other side. Uh, it is going to be a tall order um, to to try to bottle up Thomas. Just just one thing, but Kamara's having
1: he's, the he's cool, all over the
0: field. He's a he's having a crazy crazy year. So we'll see. We'll see. It is a revenge game, so we've got to keep that in in mind. We know how athletes are. You know, when they when they get a, a tough one and they they have a chance to have a grudge match, um, that usually turns out to be a good game. So if the defense holds their end of the bargain, we could be in for a good one. Because Mitchell Trubisky is
1: balling. So I got this game being a little bit close, sir, than what most people are predicting. Um, All the Bears have to do is Make sure you contain Drew Brees Keep him off the field Don't give up no big plays And contain Michael Thomas And Alva Kamara Um, Make sure Michael Thomas don't get over the top 20 plus yard catches And don't let Kamara run free Mm -hmm. You can do that And make sure Drew Brees get touched He's just like Brady Touch him Touch him Put him on the ground Knock him down Even you might not get sacks Even if you get a flag To be honest Just let him know that you're there Let him feel you And then shake that Make that offense shake a little bit Make him hesitate And um, You know Obviously I got the Saints winning it From a Non You know Biased standpoint Or Mm -hmm. Just from You know Football You know Logic But the Bears I'm not I'm not the Bears have a chance. I I'm, I'm not going to completely count them out, but they have to play great football tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: not making a pick on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't make a pick on that one. I hope Yeah, hey cuz I'm not making a pick, man. I'm not making a pick. I hope you do well though. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so, let's go into um something that hasn't happened in a very, very long time we can touch base on. Um, something actually I called out a couple weeks ago, um, Devontae Smith from Alabama went the Heisman. All right, so we're switching to college football. All right, cool. So for those that don't know or for those that do know, um, Heisman just got announced last week, um, and the finalists were obviously Mac Jones, um, Devontae Smith, um, Trask from Florida, and the quarterback from Notre Dame, Ian, what's oh, his right. that? Uh, Ian Book. Yep. Ian Book. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And Devontae Smith ended up winning it, which I that was my prediction. Obviously, since Justin Fields got out of the race, we gotta know why. But hey, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> and I'm actually proud um, for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, I'm gonna go with the black guy mm-hmm. um, in the race, but. I like how the committee this year did not snub him because of his position. Yes, he was up against three quarterbacks, and usually, you know, the Heisman is a quarterback-driven award, and they didn't just fall into the trend. Because easily, this could have went to Mac Jones, but the year that Devontae Smith, I'm glad they didn't let that go to waste. Because um, this happened to a lot of other stars, you know, in the previous years. That's why AP didn't win the Heisman the year he had um, when he was at Oklahoma, and so on and so on. Who did win? When AP won? Yeah. Uh, be honest with you, I don't remember, but it was a quarterback. Okay, I'll look that up while you're talking. But um, Devonte Smith, let's 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 see why he won the Heisman um, this year. He ended up finishing the year with 105 catches. 1,641 yards, 20 touchdowns, one point return, and an average of 15.6 yards per play.
0: Yeah, it's clear, man. And Miami Dolphins, don't mess this up. All right? I don't care if you think you can get him lower in the lower rounds. Take.
1: Smith. He won't be available. Forget that. He what? Won't, he won't at be available. At three? He won't be available at the lower rounds. Oh, yeah, and yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah Oh, I was he about to be. say At three? Devontae Smith Mark my words Will go top five if, Five is the lowest I see him going If Dolphins don't take him, man Oh, my God Eagles, if there's a miracle <laughs> In you To jump we'll Do whatever you can Trey Carson wins I don't care Jump in the top five picks Please And pair him up With Jalen Hurts Ooh, wee you will have another happy fan again because oh my, we're coming to win the division next year and we'll probably be back in the race for the Super Bowl. But, hey, Eagles, listen to me. Trade them. <laughs> Get them. Trade up because Devontae Smith is the real deal. This kid is no joke. And you know no what's joke.
0: what's so interesting about him is just he doesn't. He's not a. He's not a DK Metcalf. He's not, not. a. He's not a, a Calvin that we talked about last week. You know. He's. He is. I. Don't, I just. I, I don't know. I'm mean, watching him. He's just technique technically sound. He's got the burners. He's just the epitome of oh a wideout. You know. So. I can't wait to see what he does in the NFL because I think his talent level is so high that it's just plug and play, man. Just throw it out there. He'll, Give go, him he'll a nice get a nice
1: quarterback. He, he he would do well in the NFL.
0: It was it just me or did
1: the Heisman race seem muted this year? It was. I just I didn't it even was. know it was going on. Well, we didn't have a full complete year and I, that's obviously why Justin Fields end up not being in the race down the end. Um and then how the season played out, you know, we had some big games but Obviously, those big games didn't get the biggest publicity like they usually do. Um, So, And honestly, the finalists weren't eye-popping guys. Outside of Devontae Smith, I mean, Trash was cool, and he played horrible in his bowl game. But Mac Jones, he's probably going to be a backup in the league. And honestly, he had a great year because of Devontae. I mean, Devontae had 20 touchdowns, for goodness sakes. So Devontae made Mac Jones. Yeah. Um, so it, it, this year finalist wasn't just eye popping to me, honestly. So I think that's another reason why, um, a lot of people, it wasn't, and they have a lot of chatter behind it, but I'm just glad they got the pick right. Side note, before we move on from the Heisman, I did look up
0: that, um, Heisman race with Adrian Peterson. You won't believe who won, who won that year. Matt Leinart.
1: Yes. Well, I From get USA. it. USC and I know I why. get it. I know you know, why.
0: you yeah, Reggie Bush and Reggie Bush went number five after guess who, Alex Smith. Mm. The same Alex Smith. But that's when USC USC
1: had that dynasty, right? In college football, they were going to the um, national championship. I think they went three out of four years or something like that, or two out of three years or some some crazy number like that. Mm-hmm. Especially you know there was no playoffs back then, so getting to a national championship was even a little bit harder than it is now, and it it meant so much more. But that U.S. team was star-studded left to right. I mean, it was one of the dynasties of college football at that time, outside of the U we -hmm. haven't seen in a long time. So I can see why they made it. But AP should have won that year because AP was doing things that, man, we we probably haven't seen. I up to that point, at least, I can't say up to now because there has been other running backs. In the, you know, Zeke had a great year, um, at Ohio State, and there's been some other running backs. You know, Day Carey at Alabama, but up to that AP point, we haven't seen a running back do the things that AP did in a long time. So AP got snubbed. Yeah, of course. But here's the funny thing: out of those five guys we see who really should have won him because look at the career. ap yeah, had a better career than all I mean,
0: times. we've seen time and time again that college success is not indicative of... Not at all. Um, ...what success you have in the pros because listen to this list. This is just so interesting. I know we're going off tangent right now, but listen to this list. Matt Leiner won. He was number one. And we're talking about voting. See So two was Adrian Peterson. Three was Jason White. Four, Alex Smith. Five, Reggie Bush. Six, Cedric Benson. That boy was mean. Cedric Benson out of Texas. Jason Campbell out of Auburn. J.J. Arrington. Aaron Rodgers at nine. <laughs> did you even know that? I had no idea. I didn't even know. But then again. For me, it feels like it feels like Aaron Rodgers has been in the NFL his whole life. I don't remember him <laughs> in playing. But he played at Cal he did. at
1: some point. But I don't remember it. But the thing is, for Heisman, most people don't look past number five. Right. So people are not going to remember Aaron Rodgers being in that race because anything out the five, you're kind of not really considered. Mm-hmm. It's a top five race. But, yeah, I didn't even know that. That's actually uh, something I just learned today. <laughs> um, but if I was to take my statement back, um, Aaron Rodgers had the best <laughs> career. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers had the best career. I had a of, feeling you were going to say that. Out of thing. all these Heisman runners. But if we're talking about the true runners, the top five, I am taking Mr. Adrian Peterson because if he never got injured, we might can be talking about one of the best running backs to ever play Absolutely in the NFL.
0: I mean, yeah, he's a you know first ballot hall of fame. Oh, fear, yeah,
1: for so. sure. For sure. I, I wish he had got a ring, but in the NFL, that's tough. But yeah. definitely those first, I want to say five, six years he played before that first major injury he had, ah, man. There's a lot of people that could not stop this guy. If anything, he started
0: a trend because I remember when ACLs became this thing, you know, because athletes became bigger, faster, stronger. Our knees weren't uh, hadn't evolved yet, <laughs> and the science and the science yet. And then AP was like, "Yeah, cut, cut, cut. cut. We we are going to evolve right now." Yeah. And so I remember uh, when when he tore his ACL, and then like. Seven months later, he now was he, back. he was back, and I'm like, "What? I, I don't and understand." He killing. And, and you look like nothing happened. And then after that, it's like people just started coming back from ACLs. Yeah, we're just gonna come back because if AB said we could do it, then we can do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that, if anything else besides all the accolades and all the the mind numbing plays that we've seen, you know, he paved the way. He walked so that Derek Henry could run. Could ooh could run. And could run people over, amen. So <laughs> you know uh you know, A P doesn't matter. He got but, he didn't get that ring, but he's a Hall of Famer. Speaking he's, of he's running over,
1: I know this is gonna be off topic a little bit. But do you remember the time when A P ran over Ryan Clark?
0: Yes. Clearly. I remember it clearly. And I remember yelling out, That man got kids. You can't <laughs> do that. I don't know if he had kids or not, but somebody out there loved Ryan Clark, and you just made them very embarrassed.
1: Jesus, yeah, I will never forget that Sunday. But anyway, but for real, Ryan Clark, make an executive decision, move out the way. Yeah, yeah, you should never met him in that hole, (laughs) tickle the toes, you know. One on one with AP back then was was not good for you. Suicide. Yeah. So we got one last thing to talk about. Uh, Let's
0: talk about this national championship. Finally, we're seeing some championship
1: ball with O-H-I-O. How do you feel about that? Well, you know how I feel. I mean, <laughs> it's only right. I mean, technically, you know, we were supposed to be there last year. Long drought. And we were supposed to be there in 2015 when they decided to disqualify us because of blah, 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 committee rules, whatever. But anyway, we're here now. Mm-hmm. And Iowa State is about that time. Um, we have not won a championship since Zeke Elliott. Scored four touchdowns against Oregon in the national championship. I still have my shirt, by the way. Wow. But um, <laughs> I, I need Justin Fields to get a ring before he goes to the league. So, guys, on Monday, please wake up. Because we have our hands full with this star-studded, NFL-ready Alabama team. Um, I hope Justin is healthy. I know he had that hit to the ribs I hope his ribs is okay, or at least okay enough to throw the ball. Chris Olave, please, please watch film <laughs> and read the playbook. Don't run the wrong route again this year. But on all seriousness, obviously we know who I'm going to take. I'm taking the Ohio State University. But it's going to be a tough matchup. No, oh, um, yeah, of course. But we're very much capable of beating Alabama. And that's just not by my bias standpoint. I think we just have the, we have enough talent this year.
0: I actually agree. I'm going with Ohio State as well. Um, like I said, I bet on emotion. And these young guys are starved. They're hungry. Justin Fields is has been disrespected. Multiple times. Um, multiple times. And he is a bad, bad man. So... I really am going with with Ohio State. What I'm looking forward to, the matchup, I'm looking forward to because this man was talking cash all week. Sean Wade, you better be ready for Devontae Smith because you've been talking cash, cash, cash all week. You know who I want to be against. You know what it is. I'm like, all right. All right. Because the guy on the other end, he's a shark in the water and there's blood. All right. So keep talking that cash, my man. I'm hoping to see good DB
1: play from him. Well, I'm praying for you because (laughs) even I would not request that. But, hey, if you got that much confidence, by all means. But. um, We're both going to Ohio State. Interesting. The X factor is going to come down to to Mr. Sermon. I hope he has a Sermon word for that Alabama defense. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Because he has to get going early. That's what's going to open up the offense. That's what's going to open up the passing offense. Sermon has to run for at least 100 yards. Mm -hmm. At least. He has to get going early. So the offensive line has to create some holes for him. He can't be hesitating in the backfield. He has to hit the hole, hit it fast, hit it strong, and get it going. Then that will open up the play action for Justin Fields to the tight ends or to Chris Olave and even get Justin out in the corners, you know, using his legs, which he's also great at. So um, I just hope, you know, that OSU offense has to get, to a fast start against the Alabama defense.
0: Wow. I couldn't say it any better myself. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a good one, man. So, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. That was a great episode. Absolutely. Um, So, what we would like to do is request you guys to comment all right, keep telling people about us. We would love to hear from you. I've been getting texts from friends telling us, "Hey, Vlad was wrong." That's usually what they say. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, I love hearing from people. Not perfect, so, right? Not perfect, of course. But please send us messages. We love to read and hear about you. Of course, you get your shout out here on the on the show. Uh, until next time, we're gonna have a lot of lot of fun watching this good football over the weekend. All right, Cash Crew. Until next time. See you next week. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker. To find out more what's up cash crew this is KD thanks again for listening to our podcast be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore and if you haven't already subscribe to us on YouTube at sports cash podcast and don't forget to hit that notification bell.